This week on Extinction Event, the Barbary Lion. For thousands of years, this iconic cat was admired for its strength and power. But as the lions would soon discover, their physical prowess was no match for man's superiority complex. Prowess is a word I only hear around lions. I didn't do that intentionally. I don't think he did, but it probably subconsciously. Wow. Think of another sentence with prowess. You can't. It's impossible. You're right. Uh, another word I only hear without time. Staunch. Staunch supporter. Uh, see, I was going to say supporter, and you filled it in yeah, for me, because that, that's the only time you ever hear wow. the word staunch. Words. Crazy. L- lion prowess. Staunch supporter. Well, yeah, well, welcome to Extinction Event, the podcast about extinct animals and how they got that way. I am Melissa Thomas, and we're here with Jack. I'm here with Jack. With the collective we. Yeah. We're, we're all here we're with all. me, including myself. <laughs> so, the Barbary Lion. You, you ever heard of this before? It's one of those things that it seems far off, like anything Barbary. <laughs> it um, sounds old. Kind of. I kind of heard of it. Uh, it's going to take a while for my brain not to go Barbasol lion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now now mine's there too, so thanks for that. Which makes sense. They're big and furry and Barbasol shaving. They missed a real marketing opportunity there well, to have like a mascot. Oh, I was just going to say, I wonder what they look like shaved, but it's just basically the female version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they don't didn't use it. Can we talk about how Barbasol basically got all the branding they'd ever need from Jurassic Park? That was one of the first times they did that, right? Put uh, dinosaur gene samples into a <laughs> fake um, shaving cream container. I'm pretty sure that was the first time. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just the product. Product placement? No. <laughs> but to be so integral to the story... I sure there's a coke and you know every I I bet movie. if you look back that one scene is probably worth like 500 million dollars oh yeah. right you he's, I hope they paid that much cuz it would have been worth it cuz that is literally the only thing that makes me even think of Barbasol But do you think anyone's buying it? That is probably the only reason people have bought Barbasol since 1993 when Jurassic Park came out you know you can buy just empty Barbasol cans to like stash weed in and whatnot. Have you seen no. those? Yeah. Do you think Barbasol gets a cut of that, or those? It's just like the Chinese make it, and <laughs> I don't think Barbasol's savvy enough to get a cut of that. <laughs> if they were smart, they would have just completely pivoted to only doing that after that came out. Maybe they are. Maybe they at this point that's all they're making money on. They realize like this is this is what we can hang our hat on. We were in this super popular movie. Let's just sell our stuff at like Hot Topic now. Yeah, that's where you can get that can that I'm talking about. See, you knew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're not talking about Barbasol, we're talking about the Barbary Lion. I just wanted to say up front it's always surprised me how much people like lions and other big cats. And we don't seem to have a problem with them, but we have a problem with wolves. 
look, I know you don't want to hear this because you know I love wolves so much. <laughs> and I'm just always trying to defend them. But like... No, this is real. Cats, big cats kill people all the time. Yeah. Historically, they've probably killed more people than wolves. And yet, wolves are still the thing that we're afraid of. Yeah. No, if a wolf comes into town, it's like a big news, right? Yeah. You got to get the helicopters out and shoot Mountain lions are lions that live in the mountains and they're like just everywhere. Yeah. And they will easily jump on you, put their claws in your face and kill you. Yeah. And that happens all the time. And we don't, we're not upset about it. We're, we're like, yeah, what do you, what do you expect to happen? You know why it's the same thing that the like, it's because they don't have a big shaggy mane. If mountain lions had a big shaggy mane, people would be terrified of them. Um, I personally am terrified of, of big cats. I don't even like walking by their cages at the zoo. But you know what? But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Um, Please keep that in. <laughs> I'm scared of house cats as well. There, I've seen it. I've seen, when you walk past a tiger exhibit at the zoo and it is just like pacing, you're <laughs> like, this is like visiting a murderer in <laughs> solitary confinement. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Right. You just like this, <sighs> given the chance, this would ruin me, eviscerate. In a matter of seconds. Yeah. Less, less. One you second. look at it and you're like, it just wants to kill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of get that vibe off of house cats. Sometimes. Yes, you do. And I don't know how many times you've been attacked by one, but I, I've been attacked many times by cats. So that's just something you and cats have <laughs> to deal with. That hasn't been my, my mainly. They've just been annoying. But every once in a while, you get a flash of like, oh no! I could be sleeping. It could just take out one of those claws and cut my throat. You wake up and they're just hovering over you, like. I could have just killed you right there. And I wanted you to know that. <laughs> that's how they that's are. That's the like yeah. sociopath, like, or that's the like psychopath side of, of cats that is apparent he, in large cats all the time. Yeah. They're, they're and small just, cats just sometimes. It, yeah, totally. Well, I'm glad we, uh, we've settled that. I'm ready. I'm ready to get talking about the Barbary lion, if you are. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Barbary lion. This was the biggest of all lions. Males could weigh up to 600 pounds, females up to 400. Pretty big. Huge. Mm -hmm. And the male had a big, beautiful mane of long, thick, dark hair. And this mane is different from other African lions. So it was just bigger and more impressive than the other lions in Africa. The Barbary lion is also known as the Atlas lion, and that's because the mountains where it lived were called the Atlas Mountains. The Atlas Mountains are at the northern tip of Africa. They stretch through Morocco, Algeria, and Tunisia, and they separate the Atlantic and Mediterranean coastlines from the Sahara Desert. Nice. The lions previously inhabited a much larger area, not just that Atlas region, but desertification of the Sahara and a growing human population starting around the second millennium BC forces them into the coastal regions and then eventually into just those Atlas Mountains. So they used to occupy a lot larger regions. And then they got forced up into the mountains. Yeah. Okay, so well, that's a little intro about where they're from, what they look like. I'm really excited about this story. It's I first got turned on to the Barbary Lion by this photo I saw 
of a solitary lion walking in the Atlas Mountains. And this was the last photo ever taken of one in the wild. It blows my mind. You you have to search this image. Do we want to search it now? Yeah. I mean, I we're going to look it up right now, but just search Barbary Lion last photo. Okay. Yep, there it is. It's It's the first image that comes up. Look at this. How crazy is that? So we're looking at like, it looks like the bottom of a little canyon. And then there's like a little sm- black smudge at the bottom. And <laughs> that's the Barbary lion. And you can see little paw prints on the sand. It doesn't look like a smudge. It looks like a majestic lion walking to its death. <laughs> I, yes, it, it looks heroic. It looks like he's walking off into the sunset. And it's kind of lion shaped, I guess. <laughs> Everyone, look it up right now if you haven't done I it. I feel like in the future we're gonna we're gonna gain some crazy photo analyzing software, and it's gonna come back like, oh, this is actually a, a camel, <laughs> and someone is just slumping over, and it kind of vaguely makes the shape okay. of a lion. Okay. Beautiful image, though. This image is the whole reason that we're doing this episode I, I i was like crying staring at this and i and i knew we had to do an episode on it so that's what we're doing the first humans to encounter barbary lions were the ancient egyptians the next would be the berbers these are the people who settled that northern africa region which at the time was called barbary or the Barbary Coast, and that means land of barbarians. The Barbarian Coast. Yeah. Sounds pretty badass. Pretty badass, yeah. At first, the Berbers and the Egyptians didn't pose a threat to the Barbary lions, but as the human population in the area grows, livestock also grows. Hello. Yeah. Many farmers were keeping their sheep and goats in areas where the Barbary lions lived. And I don't know, that just doesn't sound like a very good idea. If you want to keep your sheep and goats around, like putting them in the lion exhibit at the zoo, not a sustainable plan. So I I feel like already we're off to a bad start. The farmers are just asking for trouble. It's a huge temptation for the lions. Hey Phil, what's up? How you doing? Not great. No, your 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 mane's yeah, looking wonderful. Oh, should be. Yeah. I gained ten pounds. Oh my. Oh, it doesn't look like it. Really? <laughs> no. Because it's all right here in the gut. <laughs> you look great. What's what's been going on? I don't look great. I look ten pounds heavier. You're being so critical of yourself. I have you seen my ass? <laughs> it's gorgeous. <laughs> You're being polite, but look at this. It jiggles. What do you expect? I mean, it's a little... You go down to this valley, and there's just sheep galore. The sheep. Yeah. What is up with the sheep? And the thing is, I eat because I'm stressed, right? Yeah. And I get look at my ass, and it jiggles, and I get more stressed, and I want to go down and eat some sheep. You just... There's no ending. There's 24 hours a day right there. They just keep walking in, and they look delicious. They They are delicious. Yeah. I tell you what, I um, you know, I started chomping down on one the other day. Next thing you know, look up, the whole flock's gone. <laughs> what do you do? What do, what do I, I say? I did the same thing. Oh boy. Well, I'm I think your ass looks great. Thank you. 
Hey, Phil. <laughs> yes. I don't want to upset you, but uh, if you've been down to uh, that one valley next to... Uh, next to the sheep with the goats? Right. There's goats next to that. Oh, so you've seen the goats. Uh, oh, okay. I've seen the goats. <laughs> okay. Why I... do you think all these chins came from? <laughs> so the lions are taking their fair share of the sheep and the goats. But this doesn't spark an extermination campaign or anything right away. Farmers are just kind of bummed out about it and they're defending their flocks when they have to. And so they, they had a... That, that's how it was for a while. The Barbaries are taking some animals and every now and then they get a lion. And it's going to be fine for a while. That is until the Romans arrive. Did you think I was going to say the Europeans? I did. Yeah. I guess there isn't really a Europe then. <laughs> so yeah, the Romans arrive this time and they become pretty obsessed with the Barbary lions. They admired their physical majesty. They were powerful beasts and they just had a lot of... Uh, uh, What's that when you Animal like, magnetism. Yes. You know, they just walked on stage and it was like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> they were in <laughs> love at first sight for mm -hmm. these guys. And it's going to turn into a relationship and it's not going to be a healthy one. It's going to become quite toxic for the lions. So, yeah, there I was just down there snacking off some goats. Yeah, yeah. Feeling bad about myself. But like I said, you really should. Wait, hold on, Phil. I'm I'm getting a call. Wait, oh my god, it's this the dude who's been I don't know. Like he, he won't stop calling. Let me guess, he's a Roman. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I'm I'm just gonna let it go to voicemail. Boop. Oh hey, it's me again. Yeah. Oh, but you know that because I've been calling. Sorry about that. I don't want to like freak you out with too many calls or whatever. <laughs> Any, I really just wanted to call and say thinking about you and that main. I wanted to know like, do you condition? <sighs> I just want to smell it. I'll send you like 10 Roman coins if you could just cut off a little bit and send it to me, please. Call me back. Bye. The Romans are just really into the lions. So very quickly, it becomes a symbol of power and something that was highly sought after. And the Barbary lions were probably the most highly sought after lions because they were the biggest and they had that beautiful mane. So other lions are, you know, in the line of fire here, but uh, the Barbaries are the number one. As we've been doing this series of extinct animals, one thing we've noticed, the beautiful die first. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's... Doesn't this go against nature? Isn't it supposed to be like, oh, they, they developed to be the most beautiful to attract mates and reproduce? Mm. And really, we are like, oh, you're beautiful. You deserve to die. Yeah. How do you feel about pretty people, you know? Are you super stoked about them? Kill them all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is it, Yeah, does this just talking to our own, like, insecurities as a human race where it's like we can't mm -hmm. handle... Yeah. Seeing beauty and we need to like kill God or something. I think so. Damn. This got deep. <laughs> We're just a jealous animal. So how did they acquire these lions? All right. For a Roman, it was just a quick trip across the Mediterranean to North Africa to pick one of these creatures up. 
But your average Roman isn't just capturing a lion to keep as a pet. They're mostly bringing these back to be used as entertainment. Professional entertainment. That sounds like they are prostitutes. <laughs> I, can, I can understand why you would think that because of that beautiful mane. Mm-hmm. And the way you said it. <laughs> <laughs> Professional entertainment of the night. Well, I'm sorry to mislead you. Um, they're not ladies of the night. They are going to be used at the Coliseum. The Murdertorium. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, they, they don't just kill gladiators there, as you know. Thousands of animals will be brought to the Coliseum for entertainment purposes. Not just lions, but other animals as well. I'm just going to name a few here. You got bears, leopards, tigers, panthers, hyenas, elephants, ostriches, and crocodiles, just to name a few. Into the murdertorium. Yes. Honestly, like, that sounds kind of badass for, like, a video game. In real life, I'm sure it would be disgusting uh, how much blood and, like, gore and everything, but, like, it kind of seems badass. So some people might find that entertaining, but they are just going through these animals like they're toilet paper like <laughs> nine thousand animals were slain during the 100 day ceremony to mark the opening of the coliseum nine thousand yeah in a hundred days yeah that's like 90 a day come down to the coliseum where we kill animals 24 hours a day every hour on the hour we got 90 animals we gotta kill <laughs> Today, people. Come on in. They're getting killed whether you're looking or not. Here we have an elephant and just... Yeah! We got three more three more to go this hour. Okay. <laughs> a lot of blood. Majestic animals, they're dying quick. So get down here and watch it. Next up is a leopard. Look at the spots and... <laughs> yeah! He's gone. Ship him out. Why are we doing this? We don't know. The bodies are piling up here, people. It's starting to smell. Get down here right now. <laughs> You got an animal you want to see dead? Throw it in the pit. We'll kill it. We can't stop killing animals. Come on down. Coliseum for bloody blood days. Bring the kids. (laughs) Bring the cat. So they kill in a lot of animals at the Coliseum, but by far the most popular animal to kill was the lion. Or I I don't know if it was the most popular animal to kill, but it was like the crowd pleaser. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like if you got a little kid you want to take to the Coliseum, he wants to see the lion. He's like, no, daddy, I've already seen so many leopards get killed. I want something new. (laughs) Kids those days are so desensitized to violence. They had to really bring in something big. Yeah, pretty ridiculous. Yeah. So, you know, thousands of lions are going to be killed at the Coliseum. Thousands. So lions and other animals were usually part of staged animal hunts. Uh, These were usually the opening act at the games. Hmm. They went on before the gladiators in most cases. And There's a little appetizer of like, you know, before we start killing people, (laughs) first we're going to wet your palate. With a nice, tasteful lion killing. Yeah. So they wouldn't use gladiators for these hunts, actually. Instead, they would face off against specially trained beast fighters. Beast fighters. How do you get that job? <laughs> I Yeah. I Maybe were you, were you not good enough to be a gladiator, and then you became a beast hunter? Or maybe you were 
like an elite gladiator and you got to move you just, on. You majored in beast fighting in gladiator school. <laughs> yeah. I, who knew? Who knew they had majors that you could choose? <laughs> like, yeah, I was going to do a battle reenactments. And then just last minute, I decided to switch majors to beast fighting. It's just something called out to me. They would also pit animals against other animals, and they would set slaves loose in the arena with them as well. Also, they might have been used as an extra special way to execute criminals and Christians. So there's a lot of killing going on, and the slaughter of animals like this as entertainment at the Colosseum will go on for six centuries. 600 years. Yeah. Come down for the Coliseum. It's our 600th anniversary special. What are we? What are we killing today? What do you got? Uh, aardvark, <laughs> porcupine. Ah, yeah. Chop its head off. What do you want us to kill? A salamander. We'll do it. Look, there's a giraffe. Why do we crush it with a log? Yeah. Whatever, anything goes. After 600 years, there's literally nothing is off the table here. <laughs> Yesterday, we put an aardvark in roller skates. <laughs> set it on fire, and rolled it down the Colosseum steps. We're running out of ways to kill animals here, people. Come down and watch it. It's getting freaky. Watch as we spoon feed a giraffe uh, chocolate pudding until it explodes. Come up with the craziest way to kill an animal. We'll do it. We've been doing this shit for 600 years. You know what I happened the other day? Kid brought his dog in. I don't know how many dogs you killed over the years, but I'll tell you. Countless. My dreams are filled with the souls of dogs that I've murdered. Yeah. I'm running out of ways here, right? So, you know what I did? What was that? I say to the dog, he's a bad boy, <laughs> over and over, until he died of a broken heart. I, You know what? I've you've, done this. You've done it. <laughs> Jeez. I, We've done this so many times. There's, I, It's impossible to find a new way to kill an animal. I always thought you were more creative than me, so I appreciate that. Look, it is an excruciating way to kill an animal. It is. <laughs> Basically, their tail stops wagging and they die. I tell you, I almost bro- died of a broken heart, too. <laughs> if only someone would release us from this mortal coil. Indeed. Anyways, come on down to the Coliseum. We're finding new ways to kill animals every single day. Well, good news, guys. The Roman Empire falls. The shows at the Coliseum cease to exist. And um, hopefully this is good news for the Barbary Lions. There is another empire that follows, an Arab empire. And uh, the lions are probably hoping, hey, maybe this is our big break. You know, maybe I this- doubt it. <laughs> maybe these new humans will be cat lovers. Nope. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not cat lovers. Uh, the new empire is going to start hunting them down as well. They're not going to use them for entertainment, but they're preying on the livestock still. And this new empire is going to really crack down on that. They're also just hunting them down for fun, for sport. It's a real shame for all those lions who like started getting into the entertainment business. <laughs> You're like, what do you mean it's canceled? <laughs> I took 10 years of tap. I finished top of my class. And you're just going to cancel the show? <laughs> Tragic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, they're just hunting them for fun. And 
a bounty is put in place. Oh. Yeah, that's not good news. You know, rewards get offered for every lion killed. Bounty is a kiss of death. It, the bounty is. I mean, it's never turned out well. You and, never get more animals when you put a bounty on. No. To have them killed. They're not trying to have... Pretty effective way to wipe them pretty out. Pretty effective, indeed. Uh, you know, usually extinction isn't far off when they're implemented, but in this case... The Barbaries are going to tough it out. Mm. Yeah. They're lions, dude. They're resilient. We survived, you know, the Colosseum. <laughs> and they're doing okay. But the hunting does push them further and further away from civilization and deeper into those Atlas Mountains. Hey, Phil, you're looking sharp. What? Oh, thank you. Are you are you exercising? Uh, a little. It's a diet. It's, you're on a diet. Uh-huh. Okay. It's, it's this great. new trend. I go up in the mountains, try not to die, and it just happens that there's no sheep up there. So I'm just the pounds are just oh. shedding oh. off me. They're literally falling off. Yeah, you're skin and bones. I can't you look at this ribs. <laughs> ribs. Um, and notice chins, just the one now. <laughs> Let me tell you, do I miss those sheep? I dream about them every night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Helps me to sleep. Okay, so they're holding out up there in the Atlas Mountains. And just to recap, so far, the Barbary lions have survived being slaughtered by farmers, by the Romans, by hunters. And now it also looks like they're surviving the bounties. This is really rare. Resilient. Mm-hmm. And it's no wonder humans are so captivated by them. Why won't you die? <laughs> right. You beautiful thing. You beautiful son of a bitch. Why won't you die? <laughs> Extinction event is sponsored by Mammoth Bar. Hey, Melissa, I, we have a big treat. We have a special celebrity by the name of Mr. Hanks here to talk about mammoth bars. Let me let me see if I can put him up to the microphone here. So we were unable to patch him directly in. You're just going to hold your phone up. Uh-huh. You're on the phone with him We right don't have now. that technology. I'm on the phone with him right now. He's a very busy man. He's probably like filming movies and stuff. Right. Let me, let me see if I can get him up. Okay. Mr. Hanks, can you talk to the microphone? Okay. yeah welcome aboard extinction event oh wow that's so cool right uh isn't that something um you were saying uh, a little earlier how much you you love uh, mammoth bars you said you must have eaten about 15 of them right is that correct i must have drank me about 15 dr peppers what (laughs) (laughs) mr hanks yeah you mean uh goji berry trail mix bars i get it right because of those clean ingredients and uh failure is not an option <laughs> he must be talking about when you're out hiking or doing a, something as a physical activity and you need a little boost to get you through mm-hmm, you need mm-hmm. a mammoth bar yes i'd say that was a pretty successful broadcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank <laughs> you <laughs> I agree. I am tickled pink. He must be talking about less. He, less yeah, episode, he, right? he must be a fan of the show. So, <clears throat> if you want to order your own mammoth bars, like Mr. Hanks here, uh, you can 
go online to mammothbar.com. Uh, I'm about to say he wants to say something. But... I'm not going to write it. Is that what you're worried about? You think I'm going to email it? Oh, I'm so, I didn't No, mean you, to. you don't email them. <laughs> you go online, mammothbar.com, and you click what you want and they send it to you after you give the money hanks doesn't have to do stuff like that somebody does it for him okay yeah i'm sorry to even bring that up Mm -hmm. with him here that's embarrassing it's so embarrassing i mean i'm getting a little choked up yeah are you crying crying? (laughs) podcasting oh anyways thanks mr hanks for for uh tuning in for the mammoth bar weekly ad that is really special wow we're glad that you love them we love them too you guys go get them at uh, mammothbar.com vanilla almond macadamia coconut goji berry trail mix cinnamon cashew there i said them all well thank you mr hanks and thank you mammoth bar no weird stuff Okay, so as all this slaughtering is happening, humans will continue to be captivated by the physical majesty of these creatures. You know, it's a weird dichotomy because we, on the one hand, really admire them, but on the other, we just want to kill them. And I guess it's not that weird, really, because killing a lion shows how powerful you are, Mm -hmm. right? It's our desire to just have control over nature. And if we can overpower the most powerful creature then we are the most powerful them's the rules yeah (laughs) so the lions become a symbol of power and royalty and just owning one was a way to show the world that you were a pretty big deal it was basically like the lifted trucks of the day yeah (laughs) or when you put like bullet holes those bullet hole stickers yeah on your car to show how tough you are (laughs) hey bud how can i help you yeah, I, I'm looking to get one of these lions. Notice you got a pretty tiny penis there. Makes sense. Hey, yeah, well, uh, you know. <laughs> Notice that loincloth isn't covering much. I can help you out right here with a real loin. <laughs> I mean lion. I get those mixed up. Anyways, check out this one. It's got a shave some flames in the side. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I noticed that's nice. Yeah, and uh, this one's got some ball sack hanging off the back. <laughs> Can you uh, lift the tail up on any of them and store some extra baggage up in the back? Look, you can keister whatever you want in these lines if you get close enough and they let you. But the last guy who tried to do that, well, it's just saying I lost the customer. Uh, cool. Um, I'll take two. So they were a symbol of power. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, the royal Moroccan family had a pride of royal lions at their palace. And uh, people would often give them lions as gifts. They would also accept lions instead of taxes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, crap. Is today the 14th? Oh, shit. It. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot. <laughs> taxes, Do you right? have like a knife or something? <laughs> I don't have anything and I have to go kill like five lions today. You owe that many taxes? It was a big year. Jeez. <laughs> oh, All right, so moving on, there was also some emperors who reportedly chained Barbaries near their thrones to look more powerful and intimidating. Nude work, yeah. Later on, fancy hotels will keep them as attractions for guests. 
I can barely get a mint on my pillow, let alone like an exotic animal. (laughs) They also obviously became popular attractions at zoos. And of course, they become a big part of circuses. So clearly as humans, we were captivated by these creatures. We just couldn't stop ourselves from killing them. So here I have this random story. This happens after the Colosseum ceases to exist. But there was this Maharaja who decided he was going to settle once and for all who was the king of beasts. Uh, but in the cat family weight division, kind of, yeah. you know, not all the beasts. And he sets up a fight between a Barbary lion and a Bengal tiger. So they duke it out in an amphitheater. And it's intense. Like, you know, they're swiping back and forth at each other. There's blood everywhere. The fight goes on for six rounds. Okay, how do you have rounds in an animal fight? (laughs) Who's getting in there and breaking it up and having (laughs) them go back to their quarters? The the story is kind of sounding a a bit too fantasized here, huh? I I don't know now. Well, (laughs) in the Gladiator movie, they had them like on chains and they would just pull them back. Okay. So maybe that's how they did it, but still. I, I was thinking like, man, that sucks to be that lion or tiger is like who is your agent like you need a new agent at that point if that's all you're getting is a a king of beasts fight like tie me up to a a royal throne i cannot (laughs) why why am i fighting to the death phil oh hey what what was your name again phil it's wanda what is oh wanda how are you You didn't recognize me what oh no I heard you got a gig. You're like, you're hanging out at some sultan, just hanging out on his throne. That's so nice. Yeah, I'm like hanging out there Yeah, me? Asking about me? Oh, you might have seen my posters around. No big deal. Oh, what? that's Phil. Yeah, I have seen those. The one for King of the Beast fights. That is crazy. You get big time. Yeah, I lost all that weight. (sighs) And now... uh, now so what, I pretty what, much get to be a representative of all lions and king of the beast fights. Fight, fight this dumb, dumb idiot Bengal tiger should be a piece of cake. So you, you're fairly confident you're going to win. It's like, what happens if you don't? What do you mean? I, it's it's just, a Bengal tiger. <laughs> <laughs> well, geez, Phil, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, well. Good luck. I kind of deserve it. You do. I'm skinny now, and I deserve to have everything. Speaking of which, I need to go throw up. So, bye. <laughs> Good seeing you. Whatever your name is. All right. Who do you think won? Bengal. Yeah, uh, you're correct. The Barbary lion loses. That's because I've. This is just based on what I've seen at the zoo. Lions always look like they're oh. chill. <clears throat> this is my impression of a lion. <sighs> <laughs> This is my impression of a tiger. If I get out of here, I'm gonna fucking kill everybody. <laughs> Look at this child. If it wasn't for this glass, I'd I'd have your cranium in my jaws. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I love that. So yeah, the Bengal tiger wins, and after that, the guy is like, "Hey, <laughs> you know, he's the king of the cats, but he's not the king of the carnivores. Let's take this Bengal tiger and match him up against." A Rocky Mountain grizzly bear. That would be a good fight. I'm putting my money on the grizzly bear, though. They're just bigger. They probably have bigger claws. They do have bigger claws. They do. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't know how that fight turned out. 
We can use our imaginations. <laughs> Up until now, the Barbary lions have held out against the humans for thousands of years. Um, surely, after all this time, they've got a pretty good shot at making it. That's like the longest, I think, an animal is held out. Once that extinction clock starts ticking, it, yeah, it doesn't usually last a thousand years. Right. But then the Europeans arrive. Oh. Yeah. If bounties weren't the kiss of death... The Europeans, Europeans. arrive—that's the real. That is the big sloppy kiss of death. Yeah, open Euro- mouth, tongue <laughs> kiss of death. European hunters come to Africa in the 19th century, and they bring their guns. And they—they they were really into hunting lions. They'd hire local guides to take them around and hunt them down. And as we've seen in the past, once you get Europeans and guns together, things start accelerating on the extinction meter. Goes in overdrive. Yeah. And while the Europeans surely could have handled the extermination all on their own, they're going to get some help. The locals are going to continue hunting the Barbary to protect their livestock and for sport. So finally, all of these things together, things are going to start to take a turn for the worse. In that northern Africa region, you have Tunisia, Algeria, and Morocco, and the Barbary lion starts to go extinct regionally in that order. So first in Tunisia, then in Algeria, until finally the only ones left are in the Moroccan Atlas Mountains. And at this point, there are so few left that a lot of the lions were probably coping with transitioning from being a social creature that lived in prides to one that led a solitary existence. I mean, you never see lonely lions, right? Until I saw that picture you showed me (laughs) with that smudge. (laughs) This <laughs> is the loneliest smudge I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, so that's not good. But to be fair, things aren't going great for the hunters either because there's not a lot left to shoot. Those, yeah, those are the, the untold victims. Right. Are the, the hunters who are extincting animals. Like, when animals go extinct, they're out of a job. (laughs) Or a leisurely activity that they once enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. And uh, no one's shooting any Barbaries. And it's been a while. It's been a few years. And how do you think that makes them feel? It used to be fun to kill them all, and now there's none left. Do you think that's fun? No. So I'm glad we could give the hunters a voice here. Yeah. But finally, something happens. A French colonial hunter manages to locate one. Hello. (laughs) And he kills it. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) That's in 1922. But because it had been so long since anyone had shot one previously, they think that this guy, this French dude, had shot the last one. You're going to tell me it's not the last one, though. Yeah. I am going to tell you that. (laughs) Um, They're not extinct yet. They're just really hard to find still. Mm -hmm. And we know that because a couple of years later, someone flying in a plane above the Atlas Mountains spots one. Hello. And shoots it. What? With his camera. Is this the photo that we were looking at? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Now I really don't believe that photo. (laughs)
Then for almost 20 years, no one sees a Barbary lion. People are starting to think they're finally extinct. Only took 20 years to start to think that, huh? He's catching on quick. (laughs) You got to give them time, you know. They're deep up in the mountains. We do get a few alleged sightings, but that's about it. Then, in 1942, someone finally finds one. And uh, brings them back from the brink of extinction. (laughs) No, they immediately shoot it. Not with a camera. You got a pilot who could land a plane. Yeah. Uh, And I don't have any other details on how that went down. uh, But at this point, we think this lion is the last Barbary lion. In reality, though, it was probably just the last one that got shot because they likely survived longer in the wild, probably into the 1950s or 60s. So that's just last one in the wild probably died of just like natural causes. Yeah, very lonely. Broken heart. Mm -hmm. Um, It's nearly impossible to give exact extinction dates, but the one they usually give for the Barbary lion is about 1958. So they survived thousands of years of slaughter by Romans, but once again, get a few Europeans with firearms, throw in some local tax breaks for good measure. And a bounty or two. (laughs) And you're done. Uh, What's interesting to me about this story is how we genuinely admired this creature, yet we destroyed it anyway. We just couldn't help ourselves. Uh, You know, we have to show that we're more powerful than the symbol of power. This is where the don't hate me because I'm beautiful comes from. Is it? No. I don't I don't really know where that comes from. I think it was like a commercial or something. But it works here. Yeah. Well, thanks for playing, Barbary Lion. Maybe you shouldn't have been so dang powerful, majestic, and beautiful. Then we wouldn't have uh, had to prove to you that humans were more powerful and majestic and beautiful than you. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> Now who's laughing, huh? Yeah. Well, newsflash. What? (laughs) Okay, well, so today, a lot of zoos actually claim to have purebred Barbary lions. But it is highly likely that most of those, if not all of them, are hybrids with lions from sub-Saharan Africa. There are some lions at the Moroccan Zoo, and those are probably the most credible because they at least have a good pedigree to back it up. Mm. The lions living there were descended from those lions that the Moroccan royals had. So they could like show a lineage, and there's yeah. a high chance that those are probably Barbary lions. Or they have the most genetic you know, remnants of them. You'd have to... Yeah, undergo a pretty specific breeding program to get them back to 100%. And there is a breeding program underway at that zoo and probably others around the world to restore that original bloodline. Also, just quick side note, they have actually reclassified a lot of the lions and there's some debate about whether the Barbary lion is in fact like its own subspecies or if it's just part of another larger group. Great nerd note there. Yeah, you're welcome. So it looks like the lions might get resurrected, but who is to blame for getting them into this mess in the first place? Look, a lot of people had their sights on these guys, but I'm just going to chalk it up to the Europeans this time. They were pretty resilient until they came in and, and wiped them off. Yeah. 
I mean, as to whether they're technically extinct or not, I, I think this is an important story anyway because uh, it's an eerie reminder of our willingness to destroy what we most admire. It's like looking into the mirror and then smashing it with your forehead. <laughs> and despite all that, you know, you can still hunt lions today as long as you have a permit. How hard is that? To get a permit? Yeah. I think you just need money. You just need to be rich, dude. Nice. Uh, do you remember that story a while back about the American hunter who shot that lion in Zimbabwe? Cecil? Cecil. Yeah. Do you remember what happened with that? Uh, just that it was a lion famous enough to be named <laughs> like Cecil. And as we know from previous episodes, if you get a name, mm-hmm. like, you're already on the way out. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember why everybody... Like, what? But the person who shot it, wasn't that... I think it was just a rich dude, and they shot him, and everyone's like, "Okay, you shot Cecil. You didn't shoot a lion. You shot Cecil. Yeah. And everyone was pissed. Right. You know that they didn't put lions in Africa on the endangered species list until after that happened? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. So Cecil died for that. Yeah. And on a happy note. Okay. Well, the Barbary lion. Is what was your the- favorite part? favorite part i didn't know that they had the beast wranglers or the beast fighters at the coliseum it's yeah seems like a cool job and you'd be surprised they didn't hear more about that gladiators are fine but i'd rather hear about beast fighters yeah we probably learned about that in school but i just didn't remember i like the taxes the taxes Mm -hmm. yeah that was pretty funny i would love to do that today your taxes with animals Oh, I thought you were just saying you would love to do your taxes. Yeah. You know what? Let's quit recording here. I just want to get a jump on my taxes for next year. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I hope you had fun, but I... <laughs> okay, well... I got TurboTax. Call him my name. <laughs> we're going to go let Jack do his taxes. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. See you next time. A Peg Leg Deer production.